0: The Whopping Project Podcast, Whopping and its Stories Told Through Sound, Sea Women. When you're in the depths and you always push yourself, you want to hold your breath just a little bit longer, a little bit longer, because you see, you know, more shells and you see more food that you can collect. If you're tempted to do that, that could be, that one second or two seconds could lead to your death. They produce this incredible sound, a very high-pitched sound, when they merge out of the water, which makes them sound like dolphins or birds. So the women and their community and their profession are marked by this specific sound, it's like a signature of their community. Creating the installation here at the Whopping is very interesting for me. It's the first time I'm actually creating such a large scale sound installation which is customized for this exact space. The main space of the exhibition has, um, in a way, some people would think is empty. So you go in and it's empty, but you are immersed. In sound, and you get a very specific story. Is the story of a day at work of the hangar.
1: The community
0: and the culture is such that you can't just go and visit someone um, uninvited. So I had to, it took. A long time I'd say months before I was able to really um, have direct contact with the women but then once they trust you they are they give you everything so I was able to be in in within their camp they cooked for me they sang songs with me there they lent me um, one of their bathing suits so I was able to go diving with them they they took photographs of me because they found me i realized exotic you know the kind of fascination i had with them it was kind of turned back toward me <laughs> They have very interesting songs, and the songs contain stories, you know, real stories, or they tell of their passions or different parts of the culture. <speaking in Chinese> <speaking in Chinese> is
1: iodosana.
0: it's onomatopoeic, believe it or not, meaning that the sound, the combination of sounds, iodosana corresponds to an action, the sound of a particular action. Now, when, you, when I asked my interpreter what it, what it means, he had no idea, although he's from the island. And it's the sound of rowing. So that when the women go on the boats and they row, the sound of that, according to them, is iodosana. I'm not pronouncing it correctly, probably. But it's incredible that that's, you know, the creaking of the wood and the sound of water is within that word, which is not really a word. The island of Jeju has a very specific history and is very connected with a kind of reversal of gender roles. So the women would go and uh, fish, dive rather rather than fish, and um, that was, until the 70s, was a very profitable profession. So the men would stay at home, very often looking after the children. Also, women's work wasn't work. It was not recognized as a form of labor. They went against you know, with the local tradition and you know, this kind of conservative culture in many ways. Um, also, they fought for workers' rights and equal pay for women in the early um, 20th century. There isn't a feminist discourse that they are aware of. This is just self-generated and (laughs) self-motivated. I spent about three months all together um, with, you know, on Jeju Island, and uh, I had various encounters with the henya and interviews, and numerous times I asked them, why don't you teach your daughters to do what you do? And their response was, well, we do what we do so that we generate money to send our daughters to university, so that they don't have to do what we do, because it's a very hazardous, very dangerous and tiring profession. Also because it's no longer lucrative, you know, they don't make a lot of money because of industrialization.